Apple's biggest event of the year is coming soon. The Worldwide Developers Conference dates are set. In this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we'll talk about WWDC, what Easter eggs are in the invite, and more. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So Apple announced the dates for WWD for dub dub. Do you guys like it? (laughs) I almost call it. (laughs) I do not. not Is is not happening at Mac. I'm not down with the dub dub thing. (laughs) I am not down with it either. But as someone who as as someone who has who has a mumble mushy mouth who (laughs) has a hard time announcing enunciating and things like that i i take shortcuts as as much as possible as much as i hate the dub dub dc uh you know moniker yeah i'll call i'll just call it the developers conference hey, how about sure. that <laughs> developers conference on starts on june 7th and that's when we get the big keynote as people know developers conference is for developers mostly but apple has a huge keynote that pretty much lays down the groundwork for the rest of the year and even the beginning of the next year. And a lot of big products are revealed. A lot of product plans are revealed. We'll talk about what we think we'll see at WWDC in a future podcast because it's June 7th that we don't want to, you know. Yeah, it's not everything. Go there right now. because We got to fill 52 of these things a year. (laughs) I mean, the given is obviously the next uh, operating systems. Yes. That's that's the thing. It's every year. That's developers need to start working on that. That's, that's the thing we know. It's what are, what are the, all the other products they'll, they'll do or not do. And so we'll dive into that when the date gets closer, because also stuff happens between now and then. We'll have more insight as to what could be happening. You know, the announcement happened. And of course, as what typically happens when Apple announces an event, people like to dive into the invite and try and WandaVision it, as I like to call it now. They like to see what they can uh, they can pull out of the invite, what secret messages, what secrets are inside the invite itself. And usually in the past, it, it comes to and amounts to people making stuff up, like interpreting colors and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some there's some Has real there like been... pinboard with string conspiracy stuff going on <laughs> right. about have we right. ever looked back on an invite and said, "Oh, that's what Apple meant by that"? <laughs> yes, I'm there have been so a sure. few, there have been a few, but not for WWDC. Usually for special events around. Right. Um, they had a circle thing, and it was about uh, that ended up being about the watch, um, and I can't remember what the little moniker on that one was. Right. But, um, it's, there's it's been several things watch. like that where you get you get a hint based on the little tagline they put on. Yeah. That's usually not for WWDC. But this invite's a little different because this time around, the invite, Apple's very much into the, their emojis now. Memojis, get it right. Memojis. Oh, memojis. <laughs> they're very much, at WWDC, they're very much into yeah. the memojis. So they're very much into the memojis now. And the invites have memojis, characters looking at their Macs. All the characters wear glasses, which we can dive into that. The gimmick is you reflect what is on the screen onto the glasses and people are really reading into what they can see and the reflection. 
I mean, what you can see in your reflection is a bunch of developer apps. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah. like the, it looks like your your bottom toolbar uh, on a Mac, but it's just all the sort of developer and publishing apps, and and a, and, a, and like a calendar. They've all got a big the big one that you can see most clearly is like a calendar date with the with twenty one as the badge icon, which obviously right. is the date of the event. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, the year yeah. of the event. Yes. Yeah. I interpreted it as Apple's going to reveal twenty one new features for the calendar app. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the marquee product at WWDC. Yeah. Had there been any really good theories uh, based on like what people have seen in the glasses? For for me, I mean, I look at them; they're all recognizable app developer icons. None of them are. Oh my God! What's that icon or or anything like that? Have anybody yeah. noticed anything out of the ordinary there? Uh, no, no, they're all. If you're a developer, you've seen them. Um, mm -hmm. One of them is that that one with the three icons is a, a font thing. Okay. Um, there's there's Xcode there, you know, and, and calendar. It's it's all and terminal. I mean, it's all things that are yeah. familiar. Nothing new. Nothing you know that is curious or shouldn't be there. Yeah. The, the only one I don't know for sure is that one on the far left. It's like a white icon with like a little bit of blue in it. Oh, that's the uh, the arrow pointing up. That's the, the, what do you call it? The begins with a T. It's the one that they use to submit stuff to the app store and everything. Trend, trend uh, well, Test Flight has those colors, but it doesn't quite look like that. No, not Test Flight. It's got oh. an arrow pointing up. Transporter. It's okay. Transporter. Yeah, it could be that. Or likely is that. So yes, it's a light blue with a, with a white icon. You know, there's no reason why if you're a developer and you're going to a developer's conference, you wouldn't be seeing or using those apps on a regular basis for many years now. So I don't think there's anything there. One thing that people are taking off with is the fact that all these emo emojis, I always want to say emojis. <laughs> I mean, sure. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're emojis, but they're Apple branded right. emojis. So there has to be a cute branded. name to it, of course. They're all wearing glasses, which obviously you need to wear glasses to pull off the reflection trick. Right. That's mm -hmm. I think that's more of what's at work here. <laughs> yes. That's I believe that's what's at work here. But some people are taking the step and saying that that's a hint that that Apple's going to reveal AR glasses. Yeah, I mean no. I don't I don't see that. I don't that would be I don't think so. First of all, it's 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 way too on the nose. Second of yeah. all, what's going on there? Like they're not looking at AR stuff in their glasses. They're looking at the computer screen and it's naturally right. reflecting uh, in a, a mirror image of what they see. It's just, I don't think there's anything at play there other than they really wanted to have that effect. And the only way to get that effect is with glasses. It, it is a little weird that they thought they had to have that effect on everything when there's nothing in the reflection of interest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just have a person staring at the screen and it glowing and lighting up their face and it'd be fine. It'd be the same because there's nothing in that reflection except kind of the calendar icons readable but really nothing else there's no there's no hints there so why yeah, do i think you they, have somebody at apple really liked that look and yeah. they decided to do it a few times on it for the and then they did it with characters. a bunch of different characters with different yeah. glasses and some people have hearing aids and some people have different things and stuff so yeah but they, the, the the common denominator is they're all wearing glasses mm-hmm yeah. At Innovations Dead on Twitter said that the reflection projection from the Mac onto the glasses look weirdly like AR glasses. All the teaser images look like this, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, like we just said, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything there. But that kind of ties into a reaction that I saw about the WWDC announcement at Two Wheels 7 posted on Twitter and said, 
There was a time when these events were exciting. Those days are long past now. Apple needs to come up with a paradigm shift like they did when the original iPod killed the Sony Walkman cassette player. I think people want something revolutionary to happen with these events, like AR glasses or something. So they're really willing to reach to make these conclusions. So they want something thrilling to happen. Yeah. Hasn't happened in a while with an Apple event. Apple's going to have three or four events a year and some people want the entire Apple to change the entire tech industry in each of them. It's just right. not going to happen. It takes yeah. a few years for each thing. Uh, it's, it's enough to, that something like, I mean, iOS and Mac OS are, are big and they reach a lot of people last year. Was it WWDC when they first announced Apple Silicon? They, not the specific products, but yes, that it existed. Yeah. Yeah. And that they, their timetable for like, you know, two year transition and all that. Stuff, that was huge. Yeah. How could you yeah. not be satisfied with WWDC when they gave you this enormous bombshell last year? Yeah. I mean, the, well, the, the Mac in general had a, had a, had a monster year last year with mm-hmm. Big Sur and the M1 Mac and, the, and, and three new, three new uh, products with, the, with that processor. A, a transition that's taking place. The iPhone 13 was great. I mean, we got some, we got the HomePod right. Mini. Which, well, we didn't get all that at WWDC then. Well, all right, fine. But I'm saying like, if they want to say WWDC is boring, WWDC wasn't boring last year, or at least the keynote. Like they had the new iOS and macOS were huge changes, the app library and all yeah, that stuff, yeah, like, yeah. and widgets and everything. And then the Apple Silicon, it was like, the, the biggest change in Apple stuff that we saw in years at last year's WWDC. Yeah, iOS 14 was that, was, that was the first time we saw it. And yeah, it was, it was a huge change and a good change, in my opinion. I don't think anyone would say, man, I, I don't like having the ability to take icons off my home screen and to organize things better on the, you know, in, the in the app right. library. Yeah, and widgets, uh, home screen widgets are great. And yeah, they missed a few things on iPad where, you know, we're scratching our head, but yeah, generally better. And Big Sur seems to be a hit with people, with the exception of some people who don't like the icons. But other than that, very good. Let's face it. That's the point of this conference. Yes. Is to get developers ready for the new stuff, the new hardware, the new things that, that we want mm-hmm. in the fall. And to show them, you know, these are the tools you're going to be using. This is, this is what you're going to be able to do. And, you know, go and do it for the next few months. And then we'll show you all the new fancy products in, in the fall. It's rare that WWDC brings something, at least at least not anymore, now that Apple has staggered its events throughout the year. It's rare that we get anything on that on the level of an iPhone or something at WWDC in the last, I don't know, five years or so, six years, because they kind of retooled what they really want WWDC to be. And it's not a hardware show. Yeah, they at the most we get kind of new Macs and Macs that are kind of aimed at that right. developer which community. Is, which is what that is, right you know, not the, the everyday max for everybody. So, and, and we could see something like that this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Roman wrote an article today and uh, it could be a huge year for the Mac at WWDC. You got uh, Mac OS 12, you have, a, there's a bunch of Macs. And as you say, like developer level Macs mm-hmm. waiting in the wings to get that, that M1 or M1X processor. Last year they did announce Apple Silicon, but otherwise it was kind of quiet for the Mac until November mm-hmm. when they when they brought the processor so now this could you know really return it to you know what it is Apple has used WWDC recently to showcase the Mac Pro 
the the modular one and also the one before that 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 uh spherical one that everyone hated <laughs> but it's still it's still landed there so uh, it is a good chance we get a get a, a sneak peek at whatever apple is planning for the mac pro with um apple silicone uh maybe a new macbook or a new redesigned macbook you know there's a there's a lot to expect from the mac but they're not going to be products that people run out to buy. They're going to be, yeah. you know, two, $3,000 computers for the people that are, that are most interested in what's going on at that conference. I think the last time Apple, the really new product at WWDC, like an actual new category or whatever was, didn't, didn't HomePod yes. do it? It did. Yeah, WWDC. we didn't get the, um, like they didn't, they didn't release it, but they announced it. They showed right. it off. And yeah. showed it off and we could actually... They had what it looked like and all that other stuff, right? So yeah, that was kind of, I think the first, or not the first, the most recent time that there's been just like a whole new category. And that was years ago, so. Yeah, that was 2016, I think. Expectations of any Apple event are, you know, we're going to see all these great new things and, and they're going to break break ground and roll out an Apple car and whatever else. And <laughs> I just, I don't think so. <laughs> to be contrarian a little, if they were going to roll out AR glasses and it was the kind of thing that, it's this is a new computing paradigm, a new interface paradigm. Developers need to start preparing for it and stuff. It would not necessarily surprise me to see them roll out sort of a developer kit thing Agreed. at WWDC, yeah. something that you used a they had a customized version of like a Vive or something like that that you would use to develop your stuff. And we never actually saw what the hardware looked like at all or got a price or anything like that. But they just said, like, here, this is for you to get started making AR products. And then when we get to later this fall or whatever, we're going to actually show people what the actual glasses look like and a price and all that stuff. That didn't happen with Apple Watch. Uh, what they did was they showed it to us at the iPhone event and then waited six months or so to ship it. So they could do that also. If, if it's going to be a consumer device, which it seems as though it is, they could show us like a sneak peek. You know, iPhone, same thing. Uh, it didn't ship for six months. So they could do it at a, at a consumer event, an iPhone event, uh, fall yeah. event, and then say, okay, here's what you're getting, showing both us and developers at the same time. Right. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they did a, because I think they have one now, uh, a VR type kit that doesn't really do anything for an existing product. Not really. They, they, it's more like they support VR with metal and stuff like that. And it's just HTC's Vive and stuff like that that you can plug into a Mac. Okay. And it's kind of going away. <laughs> I don't know what it's... Nobody's really excited about it. Nobody really did any real VR development. But it, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they were... If AR was going to have whatever the glasses were going to have its own OS, the way that sort of watch OS is and stuff like mm -hmm. that. If they kind of introduced that... And said, like, here's what you're going to need to get started. Developers can get a development kit. It's not our hardware. It's not whatever. But it lets you get started making your VR and AR experiences. You know, yep. that's the most I think we could see. And I and I don't expect it this year, but that's that wouldn't be crazy. Mark Gurman, who's the reporter who covers Apple for Bloomberg, he writes a newsletter. And his latest newsletter talks about the developers conference and how he's hoping or he thinks that while it's virtual again this year, hopefully it'll go back to how it used to be held next year when it was done in person and people can go attend conferences and workshops and things like that. But he has a little paragraph in his newsletter that says that Apple is going to probably announce a reality headset in the next several months. That's the one that is couple thousand dollars and and not really a, a consumer thing 
he he doesn't really specify which headset it is. He brings it up because he emphasizes how that's a device that you need to see in person. Right. So developers need to have that in person to be able to develop it for it. They want to be able to show that off in person to the developers to show mm-hmm. its potential and you know the tools that you can use and things like that. Yeah, that makes, sense. that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. So that's why he brings it up. It's you know it's a quick little mention in his newsletter. You know, there's there's rumblings about the headset. He calls it a mixed reality headset mm-hmm. uh, because the rumor has been that. Uh, Apple's working on a headset that not, doesn't just do virtual reality, but also augmented reality. Right. Yeah, the idea is, is similar to, to the way Microsoft calls mixed reality, where it's a, it's an opaque thing you wear in front of your eyes with screens in front of your eyes. It's not lenses you look through. Uh, I mean, or, you know, transparent glasses. But it's got a bunch of cameras, and you do augmented reality by video feeding in the outside world. And putting graphics on top of them and that's kind of seen as a stepping stone to the whole you have totally just clear glasses in front of your face with stuff going on in front of them yeah. um and it's the the rumor is apple's going to do that first and then actual ar glasses that you just look through and see the real world um are going to be another couple years out mm-hmm. i mean those those microsoft um the hololens it's not you know, it's there's a it's for, it's a very specific use case. Yeah. It's not something anybody would go to the store and say, "Oh my god, I have to have this at any price." You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's great. It's it works well. It does what it's supposed to do. But it's not anything what we envision, like an Apple glasses. You put them on, and all of a sudden, the whole world lights up with all these things that you can touch and, and move around. <laughs> like we're we're still a ways away from that tech. Apple has in the past done the little, "Hey, this is what we're working on. We just wanted to give you a little quick peek." I don't know if we should expect that with the uh, mixed reality glasses at the developers conference. It's something that's there. It's lingering in the air at Apple and they're just waiting for the proper time and to tell the world about it. Yeah. I mean, the one thing about AR and glasses and all this stuff is that Tim Cook is very high on it. He always talks about it in, in, in interviews and things. And it, I, I would I would be surprised if we didn't get it at some point, but I do think we're a little bit too early right now. At VW on Twitter says that the reflections and lenses will be deciphered as a QAnon information drop, causing <laughs> followers to pour through Apple.com for clues. And the discovery of amazing technology and ecosystem will drive a spike in inquiries about the iPhone 17. The VW is taking the uh, conspiracy theories to another extreme. At Bartok, Gabby17 has more tempered expectations. He says that there'll probably be an High Sierra type update for Mac OS, which is great. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what we should expect from this WWDC. Not necessarily major updates, but much needed updates. I'd be perfectly fine with that. You know, yeah. that would that would be ideal if 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 any, you know, Big Sur was a was a you know bit of a change. And um Sure, uh, a, a release that uh, optimizes it further for for uh, the M1 chip, uh, maybe has a bit more of a of, a, of an iOS app lean to it because it's still not great, and then um, you know just fixes a bunch of stuff and and tweaks some things and you know maybe has a new feature or two. I think that's that's fine with me. Yeah, it's not obvious what macOS really needs right now, absent knowing what new hardware is going to bring. What if, right. like, when we start to see what a new next gen iMac is or something like that. It might clue us into a little bit to where Apple sees interacting with computers going and where it needs to be. But, you know, I don't think 
outside of just kind of making it a little, continuously making it more seamless for your iOS stuff and your macOS stuff to work together. There's just not a lot that it really needs to do. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 736. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via the podcast app or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com. Or you can contact us through Twitter. That's at Macworld or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time.